our precious little Ogiru, our little rainbow baby, God had really done a work in our hearts. I know I said this in the last episode, but, um, you know, if you have had a traumatic birth, just know that there's always room for redemptive experience and birth. Um, God can take what the enemy means for evil and turn it for good. And I know in our country, birth is just like under fire. And I mean, in the world, honestly, and it's because God loves it. He loves babies. He loves birth. He loves life. He loves creation. And of course it's going to be under attack. So just know that it's something that God created to be really good. And these horrible experiences are not the way that God wants it to be. Welcome back, you guys, to Basketful of Bread. This is part two, sharing my birth stories of my two older girlies. So I shared the story, the birth story of Finley in that um, that last episode, which um, I did give an explicit warning on, you guys. So if you have gone through any type of like traumatic births or are pregnant or anything like that, just like a forewarning, these are not good birth stories. Um, good birth stories coming up. That's going to be Juniper's birth. It was the bomb diggity. You're going to love it. It was amazing. I remember we were just like super stoked and Matt and I like made a little video to like share, um, our pregnancy. I'll see if I can find it. Cause it was so special. Um, and there was just so many signs that God was, you know, the rainbow, you know, the rainbow. Like I just remember we were running and like when we had just found out, like Finley had like a rainbow sticker on her leg. And there was just like so many little things where we just knew like God was so in this and like he was, he was blessing us. And, um, you know, if you look all through scripture, um, you see that God blesses and curses through birth. He blesses through multiply and increase and fruitful. And, um, and then, you know, he would also curse, uh, the Israelites or certain, um, nations with, um, you know, infertility or pain, you know, all the, you know, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Um, and so, or just like, you know, less, less more. And it could be of so many different things. And so I'm going to get more into that as I prepare to share you Juniper's or tell you Juniper's birth. But with Oakland, I remember uh, we were so thrilled and excited, especially because we just felt like God, you know, God was with us and that he had heard my, you know, I had repented, honestly, of my um, perspective and my attitude, and I just felt like he was so delighted in us and so delighted to just give us another precious baby, and so I knew all along it was another girl because I was vomiting my brains out. I was just feeling like trash, like I usually do when I'm pregnant, but I was also nutritionally doing so much better, taking care of myself, just doing everything, spiritually, emotionally, physically, all of it. 
there was a few hurdles in that pregnancy. I was with the same practice again, who I will never go back with again. Um, but I thought, you know, I'm going to give them a second chance. After I had had the miscarriage, I ripped them a new one, um, and called and did a million surveys and did a bunch of stuff because they dealt with me really dirty and wrote some, you know, little letters of encouragement to them. Truly encouragement and love, but also like, Hey, just so you know, you can't do that to people. Um, because they really did not deal with me the way they should have. So I thought I'm going to go back to that practice. Um, because you know, reconciliation and redemption and blah, blah, blah. Cause I thought like they cared about me because I cared about them. They did not care about me. Okay. Um, we had met with a home birth, um, woman, her name was Leslie. We had met with her, but we were like freaked out about like paying out of pocket because, you know, in where I am, you can't like use insurance or whatever to pay for a birth. Um, and so it was kind of one of those things where we were like so scared and felt like, oh yeah, we should go through the hospital. Um, and you know, it was fine as far as the finances go, because that birth was a hundred percent covered, which was amazing. The hospital actually paid for it, um, which was such a gift. You can totally apply for financial assistance at most hospitals. If you meet like certain incomes, um, you know, you could qualify for something. So definitely look into that if you've got hospital bills or a birth or whatever coming up. Um, but anyways, that pregnancy, unfortunately, kind of like halfway through, there was this whole debacle about, oh, you have gestational diabetes. And, um, my whole thing was like, I didn't want to drink the syrup to poison myself to test if I had diabetes. I just thought it was really dumb because, um, you know, why, like, why, why is there not a drink? Why can't I just like drink a cup of juice or something? You know, I just thought it was like, I, I don't, I don't consume these things on a regular basis. So why would I go ahead and do that so that you can like check your box? You know what I'm saying? So with family's birth and with this birth, this baby, I, um, opted to do like the, um, finger pricks where you like check your, your blood sugar, like multiple times a day, you document it for like two weeks, sit down and go through it. So I did that and I brought those numbers back in and did not do my research beforehand. And they were like off the charts and my, the midwife, I guess you could call her that the pre, the practitioner. Um, she was like, yeah, you have gestational diabetes. And I'm like, what are you kidding me? Like I'm literally the healthiest person. I know. I mean, I did have a Taco Bell one time, but um, I think Oakland's pregnancy was a pregnancy. I had Taco Bell for the first time and those freaking crunch wrap Supremes, they just like got me. Okay. And to this day, I, you know, I, I drive by and I just like have a nod, but I'm also like, uh, uh-uh, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. But man, they were so good in pregnancy because I was trying to get those calories and I'm not saying that's the best way, but you know, Anyways, I was like, how the heck could I have gestational diabetes? Mm -mm, No, no. So I went home. They put me on the high risk, whatever. And they're like, we're going to have to monitor, blah, 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 and whatever. And I'm like, no. So this gave me severe anxiety, like severe. And as I prayed about it and I sought the Lord, the Lord was like, you do not have gestational diabetes. And I'm like, I know. So what do I need to do here? 
And um, I remember thinking back, and I was sharing it at the time on Instagram with the people to pray about the guy who was I actually read it this morning in my quiet time, who was laying, you know, the pool of Bethesda, and you know, Jesus is like, "Pick up your mat and go." You like, you're healed, and I was like, "That's what the Lord is saying to me." Like, get my mat and go, because I'm healed, you know. Because um, I don't, but it was a little different, because you know, I didn't, I never had it. Well, I didn't think I ever had it to start with, so. Um, I just thought, golly, like I'm going to have to prove to them that I don't have it. Otherwise, they're going to put me in this category. And a few weeks go by and I just decided, I remember I said to her an appointment, like, can we just like test and like make sure? And she's like, well, you know, you already have it. So blah, blah, blah. And so I called in after I left that day and I made an appointment and I was just like, hi, I'm just calling to schedule my glucose test. Um, and the lady's like, okay, come on in and blah, blah. So I did not tell the medical practitioner I was seeing at the time. I just went in and did it. And I went in and did it. And then like after I drank the poison, which I never wanted to do. Um, and I remember I had little tiny Finley with me. And she's like, what are we doing? Um, I went in, like tested my, I took the poison. And I went to the bathroom. I tested my, like I poked my finger to see um, you know, what the thing was. And it was like normal. And then when I went back and they have to take your blood, you know, she, she took the blood. She was like, okay, you passed your good. And I was like, Whoa! you know, I didn't tell her like, oh my gosh. But when I went out in the hallway, I saw the provider and she was like, what are you doing here? And I'm like, I don't have gestational diabetes. I just took the test and I passed. And she's like, oh, good. So you guys, you want to know what happened? All right. I was really into like getting those calories and that protein and all the fats. I would make these super scrumptious peanut butter balls and I would just eat like 37 a day. And (laughs) I was capturing the sugar from like those things, the peanut butter balls on the readings because I was not thoroughly cleaning my hands because I'd just be like, yeah, I'll just check my blood here. You know, this was before things got weird with like hand washing, you know, so Um, if that's not hilarious, I don't know what is, but it was a little step, honestly, in faith for me because I had to cry out to the Lord during that time. Cause I'm like, all right, if I have gestational diabetes, like I need to be walking, I need to be like doing a thousand things. And so it was like a month and a half of kind of believing I had it possibly, but not thinking I did. But if I did, I wanted to like take care of myself, you know? Um, and like cleaning things up, no more Taco Bell, which was a bummer, dude. And just like crying out to the Lord and seeking him. And he giving me the direction to just go take that test, girl. I'm going to keep your body pure. Go do it. And of course, you know, you know how to end it. So that was one of the hurdles that happened. Um, so that caused a lot of stress. And then, then there was a lot of, um, stress, Within our marriage, there was a big old hurdle we had to get through there. And that was like really intense. Um, And then kind of ended up, you know, at the, Khalil, I'm trying to remember. My brother was getting married at like the last, I was in the home stretch. I think I was like 33 weeks pregnant. And like a, ah, if I could go back, I would change this. But I was like, yeah, it'll be fine to get on a, a, an airplane. Oh, speaking of airplanes, you guys. Oh my gosh. Wait, before I tell you about the, the wedding early in this pregnancy, I got on an airplane headed to the ice. Uh, what is it called? The tundra essentially also known as Montana in January. 
um, and had a couple near-death experiences. I was like halfway through my pregnancy at that time. Like I'm I'm not, I'm not like joking when I say near death, like for sure. Um, that's a story called Montana and (laughs) that requires its own podcast, honestly. (laughs) Yeah. So you can look out for that one. Um, so that was one flight I did and I got real messed up from that. And then it was a gestational diabetes thing. And then it was the marital thing. And then I was like, yeah, let me just hop on one more plane. Cause if I don't go to this wedding, you know, I'll regret it or, you know, I won't, they won't feel loved by me. I I just should do this. Like, I'm just going to do it. It's fine. And, um, yeah. So that I'm pretty sure is what pushed me into labor. I was also like singing and leading worship, like up till the last second, singing these songs that were like super like powerhousey, you know? And, you know, it was just a lot of stress on my body. Honestly, I was doing a lot of things other than just being pregnant, you know? Um, so when we got back from the wedding, I did not feel good. I was, I felt real jacked up. I was so exhausted at the wedding. Like physically, my body was just, it was not good. Like I was going down. The ship was going down. And, um, it was about 34, 35 weeks pregnant, 34 weeks. I started to feel a bit sketch and, um, you know, I noticed like, well, I thought, you know, I, I was noticing like a change in like her movements hindsight. I know now it's just cause she was getting bigger, but it kind of scared me. And then I started to like trickle. Okay. This is where it gets real hairy. Um, uh, <laughs> No pun intended. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's hilarious. Um, so I started to trickle. And um, I remember talking to like one of the nurses on the nurse line. And she's like, well, put a bat on. See what's, you know, how much is on there on the pad. And, you know, keep us posted. And so I kind of went back and forth. And we had had friends come see us that weekend. And you know, I was hosting and like be doing way too much all the time. And, um, my dog Lola would not leave my side. Like she was like glued to me, always had a part of her body, like touching mine, which is not normal for her. She normally likes her space and she seemed very concerned. And I remember feeling like, Hmm, yeah, that feels like something. Um, but I wasn't doing anything to actively like drink water, rest, lay down, you know, eat. I was just kind of like, "Eh, it's fine. Um, which, you know, sometimes moms just do that too much. We're like, it's fine. And then it's like, oh no, we're springing a leak. So, um, I, at that time, I think it was in the evening and I was going back and forth about like, should I call them? Should I go in? Should I get checked? And, um, I just decided cause Lola was being so weird. I was going to call. So I called and, and, um, one of the midwives quote unquote, um, answered and she's like, yeah, you need to come in. And I was just like, let me just eat a bowl of cereal and then I will head in. So I did <laughs> I ate a bowl of cereal. I think it was like, you know, chocolate, something like earth, earth brand chocolate cocoa or something. And I just packed like a, a couple of things, not like anything to stay, but I was like, I'm just going to get checked out. 
And at the last minute, I forgot to tell you guys, I um, booked a doula to to be like with me because I was so I was starting to freak out about going into the hospital because I just thought they're gonna they're gonna like do me dirty again. And so at the last minute, I begged the most popular doula in the area to be my lady, and I was like, please, like I I had to have her. And thank God I did because she saved my life for sure. Um, super, super amazing woman. So I called, I let her know I was headed in and she was already there for another birth. And, um, I rolled up in there just like, Hey y'all, what's happening? Pretty sure. I don't know. There's a situation, but probably not. Everything should be good, but I'm not sure. And, um, you know, I, I, my, one of my coping mechanisms is like jokes, <laughs> in case you can't tell. So I was just rolling in there kind of like, it's going to be fine, you know, and they were in a roundabout way, like your water broke, you're going to have to stay here. And I was just kind of like, my water broke? Like what? So in my mind, I'm like, well, yeah, you only have 24 hours after your water break. And they're like, when exactly did this start? And I'm like, well, I'm not going to tell them 24 hours ago because then they're going to slice me open. So I was just kind of like, uh, you know, Eh, hard to say, just, you know, not too long. (laughs) And, um, I said, listen, I am not staying here unless you give me a corner room with a window. Like I am not going to go into one of these prison rooms. And I wish I said that. And I wish I would have said, you know, cause, cause she was like, it's time for you to have a baby. Like, let's get this baby out of you. That's what she said. And I wish I would have said, let's not get this baby out of me. Let's monitor this baby. Okay? No reason we can't do that, right? We could sit here and monitor this baby. But I was like, okay. And my um, doula was like, it's going to be fine. It's going to be great. It's going to be awesome. This is the time, you know, all the positive things. And I just remember being like, okay, we shall see how great this is. Um, and yeah, let's just say that, that all of that, that you just heard was the best part. Okay. Cause from here on explicit content, 